Welcome into the Esports Network podcast, talking about anything and everything related to esports and, of course, gaming and all that that entails. Uh, lately, I've been a, I'm kind of a, a bit of a gambling betting uh, just kind of itch. I've wanted to find out more about the industry. I've had a bunch of guests on, if you heard the past few episodes and a few of the upcoming ones. We talk about that a little bit more. And so here to kind of help dive into that realm a little bit more, let's welcome in the matchbook operator over at CSGO Empire, one of the largest gambling sites of its kind. Let's welcome in Luke McMillan. Millen, all the way out from South Australia, which is uh, at this point in time extremely early. So, Luke, I want to thank you for taking time to uh, wake up on time and come on the interview and, and kind of give us your thoughts on on what's going on with CS:GO Empire. Yeah, no worries at all. I'm happy to be here, and I'm hopefully I can share a bit of insight into CS:GO Empire and kind of what we're doing over at, at Empire. For sure. And so, uh, in case people don't know, Cisco uh, Empire is a, is a gambling site established back in, like, what, 2016? And, you know, through the ups and downs of, of, of kind of the Cisco gambling uh, things that we've seen around, uh, Empire remains kind of the largest of its kind uh, in this day and age. And so, uh, you guys are working hard to make the kind of gambling industry for Cisco reputable again. You're working hard to make it transparent. And so, uh, let's just talk about you a little bit, right? So, Luke, how exactly does one become a matchbook operator? I'm not sure if you know this, but there's not really a, a course out there, a college or university course titled matchbook operator, you know, general courses. How, how did you end up in this role with CSGO Empire? Yeah, for sure. So, I guess just a bit of background on myself. Um, I've pretty much been involved in the esports scene as long as I can remember in one way or another. And um, I played in a relatively high-level Counter-Strike and Valorant in Australia. Uh, I wouldn't really say pro, but, like, kind of considered pro in Australia. <laughs> um, but, yeah, take that for what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, once I finished high school, I decided that I kind of pursued that direction within esports of being a competitive player, which uh, is something that I enjoyed and... I was quite fortunate I got to play in a CSGO LAN in China. Mm -hmm. I think it was um, WSG APAC qualifiers, something out of WSG something in 2017 or 2018. I can't really remember. But, um, yeah, so I kind of pursued that for a while, but at the same time I was also betting on esports as my main source of income. Um, And I've been betting on esports from quite early on, betting on CSGO Lounge and uh, pretty fond memories of those times. But um, unfortunately, as people probably know, CSGO Lounge got shut down by Valve, Mm -hmm. which um, was probably the right decision at that time because there were a lot of issues with the the skin betting scene and CSGO Lounge were probably the, the first kind of big site that really exploded in that type of industry. But, um, yeah, so... I made a bit of money from CSGO Lounge and then uh, I remember here in Australia on my 18th birthday, which is when you're legally legally sorry, allowed to gamble, mm-hmm. I created a uh, an account at pretty much any sports betting site at that time that was offering esports and started dedicating a lot more time to, to betting. Um, unfortunately, those days didn't last too long as bookmakers don't really like winning customers, <laughs> so it, I found that I was getting banned and limited at pretty much every bookmaker in Australia. And to this day, I probably have one account that I can bet more than, say, $100 on a single match. (laughs) Everywhere else, I'm either banned or limited or, yeah, 
kicked out. So I realized quite fast that full-time sports betting wasn't really going to be a long-term thing for me. Mm-hmm. So at that point, I managed to get a job at Bet365 and worked within the esports team there, which was a pretty good time. It was refreshing to be surrounded by like-minded people who enjoy esports and enjoy betting and they've got a pretty good team over there and I got on with those guys really well but due to just a few personal circumstances I decided after two years to leave there and start betting full-time again Mm -hmm. and um, that's when I stumbled on CSGO Empire and uh, I just started started betting with CSGO Empire and noticed pretty fast that um, there are a lot of issues within the matchbook and at that time, of course, being a customer, I was quite happy to exploit and, and make some money off of those issues. Um, after betting with them for a couple of weeks, I decided to, to contact them and just see if they were looking to bring in anyone to kind of look after their match, match betting product and fix some of the issues that uh, I identified when I was uh, betting with them. So, yeah, that's pretty much how I got the role because uh, it turns out that they were looking for somebody and <laughs> I haven't really looked back since then. No, serendipitous. It's very, very fortunate, right? So now it's you against the other Luke McMillans coming up uh, and trying to find uh, little little issues here and there, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly right. So <laughs> that's, that's a big part of the job is kind of looking for people that uh, exploiting things and and whatnot and that's what i used to do as well so <laughs> I, I know what to look for so being like i guess a former we'll call you a semi-pro being a former semi-pro at, at csgo and, and a few other games as well how did that experience come play into your esports betting uh, i guess uh, a career for lack of a better word how did that come into play you kind of did you figure out like certain players or certain you know items that were kind of high value or, or just whatever you saw kind of made you more successful out of the kind of obviously got you limited by these these big matchbook companies in the first place how did that help you out when in your i guess esports gambling uh career yeah it was quite vital that kind of crossover that these days it's probably uh with esic and everything not looked upon too nicely but back in those days it was it was a different landscape um so pretty much for my team-based Counter-Strike stuff, which is the main eSport that I bet on, I'd be watching so many matches. Like, <laughs> being in Australia as well, I would wake up at, God, like 6 p.m. and watch the Australian matches, then watch the European matches, and then watch the North American matches, and then go to bed at 2 p.m., then wake up the next day and do the same thing, and all at the same time, just watching heaps of demos of, of every team, because... I was doing it for the the betting aspect, but mm-hmm. also the aspect of getting strats and, and whatnot for my team at the time as well. So it all kind of went hand in hand. I was just completely immersed in in Counter Strike, really, in, in in all aspects. And I always had a bit of a passion as well for for betting and numbers and maths and all of that. So yeah, it just really kind of fell fell into place and. Yeah, I had some some really <laughs> late nights. I, I don't do it much anymore because I'm working at Empire now. But yeah, some 
some crazy time back then. I can only imagine waking up at what, like I'm assuming at 3 a.m. in the morning or something like that, just to catch a, a match and, and make sure your your bets panned out. And it's a whole mess of thing. I know, I know. Here I get annoyed waking up at you know 11 a.m. to to watch a match at that time. Just like you know what, I, I don't think I, ha- I I realized how good I have it really. But I mean, <laughs> so what you mentioned, you tacked on a little bit about you know your your kind of your responsibilities as a matchbook operator. What does the rest of like your day to day responsibilities look like uh, as a matchbook operator? I mean, what sort of issues or initiatives are you kind of taking care of and looking for besides looking for those other Luke McMillans who are out there on the hunt for exploits? Yeah, so it's quite a broad spectrum of responsibilities, but in short, it's pretty much just anything and the majority of things to do with match betting I'll take care of. So tasks such as adding the matches to the site, uh, applying limits to the matches, depending on the quality of the match, monitoring the bets and you know, like uh, monitoring the the markets and and everything that we're offering, and if there's any issues that arise in a match that is unusual, it's something that I would deal with. And unfortunately, in esports, that actually happens quite a lot because mm-hmm. you just have these situations where teams will forfeit a map or use stand-ins unexpectedly out of nowhere, or a team might decide that they're playing with four players instead of five for the whole game. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous some of the situations that I've seen and they all need to be dealt with in a fair and transparent manner for uh, users. So pretty much just making sure that, uh, yeah, our match betting product is running smoothly and, uh, of course, watching watching a lot of esports as well, which is the the fun part mostly. I mean, I mean, I, I'm not going to say no to watching esports, right? So that's always a fun time. And so, uh, just just for a quick uh, transparency sake on our, our end of things, of course, uh, CS:GO Empire, I believe IP addresses from uh, the US aren't permitted to participate in in these in these matches for now, at least. So, you know, for the foreseeable future, it's something that will be a question for a lot of us here in the states. But uh, I'm sure for, for something you guys are working on behind the scenes as well is just kind of figuring out the legalities of certain things and being transparent while doing so. And so, uh, you, you come on, you join CS:GO Empire. What has been, I guess, uh, your claim to fame since working with them? What has been like the kind of thing that you, you know where you're like, yeah, this a big change happened because of me? Like, what was that kind of, uh, I guess, big limelight for you? Um, yeah, tough question. <laughs> sorry, I know it just comes out gunning for you. I'm sorry, kind of just it pops up, but I always ask this because I feel like people have really interesting answers. It can be something small or something technical that people really didn't think about before. And so I'm sure in, in your case, it's something with a, a wide responsibility you have. You kind of have something that's small. You're like, you know what? This site had has, has been changed for the better because of something that I brought forth. Yeah, so I wouldn't necessarily say it's a claim to fame, but I, I guess kind of when I first initially came in and um, identified all the issues that that I'd been exploiting and kind of fixing those issues and and really seeing a a turnaround in the match betting product to something that was a a bit ordinary at the start and had a lot of issues to to today, which, um, yeah, we've got like a a really good esports betting product and it's grown massively in in 2021 and probably will continue to grow in 2022 mm-hmm. so i i take a bit of pride within that it feels like um yeah the match betting product uh, i've put a lot of effort into it and to see it kind of come come out how it is today is is quite rewarding 
No, for sure. And so obviously, uh, I, I, we got to hit on the, the big elephant in the room, of course, uh, you know, before, I guess, our time joining in the esports industry, you know, CSGO gambling hit a bit of a, a rough patch, if you will, with skins gambling in, in the mid 2010s and, you know, little scandals here and there. But I mean, what, what steps has CSGO Empire themselves made to be more transparent and more kind of fair in the way things are done and perceived by not just, you know, their, their client base, but also from people at large who are looking in and paying attention to sites like CSGO Empire? I mean, what major steps towards transparency have you guys been making or have made? Yeah, for sure. So the the rough patch, you know, there, there were a lot of big issues back in those days just just surrounding this type of industry and countless amount of scandals so you can go back and watch stuff on youtube and it's it's ridiculous Mm -hmm. the stuff that was happening back then but in terms of us we've been quite open and transparent when it comes to our users protection and that sites we've always said that sites have to have probably fair game modes and back in those days, you know, it was like the, the Wild West in terms of sites offering game modes with no probably fair system and not being regulated. And it was just, yeah, a bit of a disaster a while <laughs> back. But it's gotten better now. And there's still some sites out there that I'd recommend that nobody goes anywhere near to. But it, it has gotten better these days. And I think Cisco Empire has been a bit of a pioneer and kind of pushing that aspect of the side of having everything regulated and probably fair. For sure. And so you guys have, have, have on your uh, FAQ page on the site, you say you're trying to make uh, skins and, and gambling and, and that kind of uh, industry reputable again. You're trying to bring a little bit of luster back to it. And so, I mean, how has the response been from people around the industry to you? I, I know you guys are pushing for other websites to also be more transparent, but how, how have users and how have you know other outlets really paid attention and, and responded to what you guys have made? I mean, I'm not sure if you're aware of any anybody kind of saying like, well, that was a really good move you did but it is was there something that kind of made you say like wow that, that was a big move I'm, I'm glad so many people responded well to it yeah no for sure the the community has been pretty receptive and open to our efforts to try and clean up the industry especially with how it's been treated in the past and all of those scandals you know, it is quite a controversial industry so yeah, the community i think has appreciated the efforts that CSGO Empire and specifically the owner Monarch have, have put in in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we've kind of been pioneers of implementing the probably fair betting and this helps not just our users but also potentially users that were playing on other sites and have noticed, hang on a second, you know, this site doesn't offer the probably fair or, you know, they aren't regulated with the correct licenses or, or whatnot and potentially that saved them from a unfortunate situation. So yeah, I think the, the community does appreciate the work that's been put in, in that regard. So now I, I got to ask you, cause I feel like you, you kind of been on both sides of, of it before you were well, once a user. Now you're working behind the scenes. How would a young Luke McMillan respond to a site like Cisco empire today? I mean, can you, can you put yourself back in those shoes of uh, a younger, your, your, your youngster self kind of looking at, on a site like this kind of how, how would your reaction be back then versus now? Yeah, really good question. <laughs> cause I, I remember when I kind of stepped away from 365 and I was starting to pursue betting full-time again and I came across CSGO Empire and ever since 
all those scandals with the betting sites, the skin gambling sites and all of that, I, I just hadn't ever touched a, a crypto-based site or a skin-based site because of that fear of, um, you know, getting scammed or things not like going as you'd expect them because of regulations and, and whatnot. So I was very hesitant to first join up and, and start betting on the site. But the the thing that changed my mind was I actually saw the owner Monarch posting quite actively on Twitter and he was covering all these topics about, you know, how CSGO Empire is fair and regulated and probably fair and all all of those type of words and things <laughs> that I was reading and I was, and I was thinking, well, I'm, I'm going to give them a go because, you know, it, as as legit as it comes, this looks like it. And, yeah, I'm glad I did, obviously. So, looking back at it then, I yeah, I was a bit sceptical, but that's just me personally. Mm-hmm. Looking at it these days, kind of knowing a bit more about it, CSGO Empire has no no issues at all and I'd, I'd be quite happy these days to continue betting on the site if I was able to, but <laughs> yeah. And obviously, if you're able to, you'd be all over this site. So I'd, I'd imagine they'd have <laughs> exactly to limit right. you here too. <laughs> <laughs> but so I, I, you mentioned the owner. And, and so tell me about the owner. Like, how did you first meet him? What was your first reaction to, to meeting and talking face to face? Or I guess in this day and age, be more virtual camera to camera. What was your reaction talking to him at first? And uh, kind of what was your kind of, uh, I guess, processing of like what he was trying to do with CSGO Empire. Yeah, so unfortunately, um, I'm the only person at CSGO Empire. We all work remotely um, Mm -hmm. and I'm the only employee from Australia. So with COVID, I haven't been able to get out of Australia for (laughs) the past two years. Wow. So I haven't actually met anybody face-to-face within the company yet in real life. Um, In terms of my first interaction with uh, Monarch, the owner, it it was actually it was really good mm. and um i was quite surprised by just how humble he was and um yeah it's, it's easy to forget because he's obviously quite successful that he is just uh you know another guy when it comes down to it and yeah we just talked about just normal stuff <laughs> and uh yeah that kind of blew me away because his lifestyle would be very different to mine, but yeah, just a, a really nice guy, and I I respect what he's trying to do within the the industry and this kind of landscape, and that was uh, quite a big reason for me why I was eager and, and happy to join Cisco Empire because I knew that he was he's operating in a really fair manner in all aspects of the site and it's important to him to be transparent and fair to the users and, you know, obviously very legit. And to me joining this side, that was, that was quite important. So, yeah. No, for sure. And, and this is kind of very strange because like throughout my research, I realized that I, I'd heard of Monarch before and I was thinking like, where, where have I heard of him before? It turns out he did uh, an AMA on Reddit like a few years ago and he was talking about the, the CSGO skin gambling sites and he was literally just tackling these questions head on from all these users and wasn't afraid to back down. So I was thinking like, that's, that's, that's something you don't see too often. I'm, I'm happy to hear that, you know, it's continued since I've seen that, that Reddit post years ago. That was what, maybe a year, year and a half ago 
ago where I saw that. So happy to hear somebody who works for the community and not just like against them, you know, just out for the, as a business pretty much. And so obviously, you know, USA, like I mentioned before, USA traffic is, is, is blocked from participating, but in, in your role, how do you measure success? Like how, what are you looking at? to measure your success, the Cisco empire success. Is it, you know, traffic? Is it engagement? Is it, you know, what is, what is it that keeps you guys uh, with the gears turning? Yeah. So I'd say our, our main running metric is player satisfaction and user engagement and trying to kind of minimize as much friction as possible for the players. Um, ultimately we just want our users to be enjoying themselves and have a, access to a smooth and fair product so they know that if they want to come and you know have a bit of fun and make a few bets they can come to us and they're not going to get screwed over and you know hopefully have a a really good experience on our site um yeah most people that are exposed to skin betting pretty much land on cisco empire due to us being the most transparent i'd say betting site out there and having the best product around and kind of just focusing on giving the best possible gaming experience for our users. That's, 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 I mean, that's player satisfaction is probably the the biggest one. Right. And so uh, it just, it's just interesting to me that we we hear about, you know, all these metrics that people are using to kind of measure how things are, are, are being, you know, successful or not being successful. Has there ever been a moment where there was either, I, w- I won't say a mistake, but was there, was there a moment where you, you put something out there that had to be walked back? Like maybe the response from the community was very out loud about what was happening and you guys kind of had to walk something back. Has there ever been a situation where that has popped up for you personally? You, you, you kind of had to deal with a little bit of the, the lashback from that? Yeah. Um, nothing quite comes to mind. I, I kind of focus on a on a match betting point of view. I'm mm-hmm. sure that there's probably been something in the past that's happened. Um, yeah, the peer to peer skin trading uh, aspect of the site is always one that's a bit difficult to juggle, just because there's so much that that goes into it, and mm-hmm. there's a few a few tough kind of areas there which can be hard to navigate. Um, yeah, I wouldn't say anything really stands out as something that had like major backlash but um yeah but hopefully there isn't anything like that in the future either but time will tell <laughs> no I, I completely understand i mean that's just something we'll have to see and so i mean uh what what kind of what kind of hurdles do you foresee or i guess that you think will have to come up soon for csgo empire in order to you know grow a little bit more i mean it can be a technical thing it can be a content thing it can be something else what's a, a hurdle that you're kind of seeing come up now that you've you're, you're thinking like man this is something we're gonna have to like either tackle or really focus on or is it just something small that you kind of didn't even think about before yeah so i'd say that the the peer-to-peer skins trading has taken and most likely will take most of our development efforts in the future um we need to keep innovating and delivering better products and having an easy use easy to use marketplace for uh, users that are depositing and withdrawing through the skins is quite essential to keep everybody happy. Um, so that can kind of have a few hurdles there just to make sure that that all goes as planned. And I'd say the other one is probably just making sure to, to keep up to date with all the compliance um, and regulation stuff that comes with being a, a betting site and, 
that that takes a fair bit of work behind the scenes, just making sure that everything is up to date there and we're doing everything correctly by the book. And um, yeah, I'd, I'd say those two are probably the ones that stand out from from a match betting point of view. It's been a bit of a, a hurdle. We currently don't offer uh, traditional sports. We mm-hmm. only offer esports. So in 2022, that's a hurdle that we're looking to kind of get over to uh, start offering traditional sports alongside our esports product. For sure. And that's something that a lot of uh, regular sports books will will also have to overcome in the next few years is kind of adding esports to their their repertoire. So it's kind of a weird conjunction there. And so I guess, you know, you've been working there for for a bit now. And so what's, what's something that excites you about working with CSGO Empire or at CSGO Empire, what's something that's kind of like, man, this is, this is an insanely, you know, great project or insanely great thing that we're working on right now. What's something that makes you excited about working there? Yeah, I, I just love everything to do with the match betting product pretty much. Um, it's, it's a really good industry to, to be in where my passion for, for esports is, is kind of like, my job so i'm really keen personally to to see how the match betting product uh develops we we've got a lot of things kind of uh, we've talked about or in works to develop the match betting product and i think once we get traditional sports betting on the site that's really going to take it to to the next level and i'm also quite excited for 2022 to kind of see where we can go with the the match betting promotions and and where we can take that because I I feel like we took a pretty big step in 2021 in terms of uh, coming up with ideas for match betting promotions and kind of just the whole site in general being a bit more out there and trying to get our name out there a bit more which which has been good and is exciting for 2022 because it potentially means uh, attending more CS:GO land events which uh, hopefully I'll be able to be involved in given given the current situation so yeah that, that's what excites me <laughs> for sure for sure i know australia is, is still very strict in their their covid19 travel restrictions so hopefully next year we get to see you at some some csgo lands whether it's in what europe whether it's in china or heck it might even be in the states you never know right <laughs> absolutely any anyway i'm just keen to get out <laughs> <laughs> just like i've been stuck in this this country for two years i'd, I'd love to go out for a little bit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so i mean let I me mean, let's just let's just end it with this one really quick uh what what have you seen in uh, csgo esports that makes you happy makes you excited is it you know the added uh kind of the added tournaments from blast premiere has it kind of been esl finally having a, a competitor with uh, in terms of tournament organization or what's really exciting about watching csgo go esports nowadays for you yeah i think it's just been really refreshing to, to have land tournaments back again actually mm. online tournaments are, are good fun and there's definitely a place for online tournaments but geez it just watching a land tournament is is so much better and mm. you know they're starting to come back now which is great and as i mentioned to you earlier watching um the astralis match a, a couple of hours ago and just kind of seeing Nip and Astralis on land, and they're yelling and they're getting oh, excited. Yeah. And there's no better feeling. I to this day, I still love watching that type of stuff. And then, of course, the the Stockholm Major, which was on a while back now, and seeing that massive crowd and and the teams playing, like it's it's really refreshing to to have that back. So I'm excited. I mean, again, in 2022, to to see all those land tournaments back up and running. 
for sure. I mean, that would just on, on the Stockholm major, I was watching it live and I was just like, this is, this is an insane atmosphere. It's what game two was, I think some kind of overtime, like a 22, 19 overtime match. I was like, this is insane. I, 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 I can't keep my eyes off this. I can only imagine yeah, what it would be like to be in the crowd. So I'm right there with you. I, I can't wait for CSGO events to come back uh, and that I can go to because I know you, you're, you're itching at the, at the trigger, at the trigger to go to a few of these. So, uh, Luke, I can't thank you enough for coming on and giving us a little bit more perspective on, you know, CSGO gambling and in CSGO uh, Empire specifically. And so I want to wish you luck moving forward. Hopefully uh, we get some stuff in the States that you guys can be a part of. But for now, I wish you luck internationally and in, in Australia. So uh, thank you so much. And, and if, if people have questions, is there a place they can get in touch with you or, or get in touch with, uh, you know, CSGO Empire, a, a Twitter handle, whatever it is, throw it out there. Yeah, so if people want to keep up to date with CSGO Empire and kind of the latest news there, um, Twitter would be the best place and that would be at CSGO Empire. Um, and if people want to kind of keep up to date with me, I, I pretty much just post about the match betting stuff, but um, that would be at CSGO Empire, Luke. So people can reach out there or alternatively if um, people want to contact live support on chat with any questions, uh, we've got a really good support team and they'll be able to help people out there as well. So, yeah. For sure. So there it is at, at CSGO Empire, and we'll link to all that in the podcast description below. But Luke, I know it's an early morning for you, so we're going to let you get going, and, and that way you can get, get your get your work done if you can throughout the rest of the day. So thanks for coming on. Thanks, Kevin. I appreciate that. He's Luke McMillan, matchbook operator over at CSGO Empire, and I'm Kevin Correa right here on the Esports Network Podcast. Whoa.